This is the Berman Project. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of introspection and reflection on loss, grief, and the pathway to mental wellness, all while filling my soul, nourishing my soul, with the music and art of the late indie rock singer-songwriter, David C. Berman. How are you doing? Uh, It's a strange time of year for a lot of people. We're getting ready to head into the winter months. January and February in this country are the months that are the most dreaded, for sure. Um, You have things to look forward to in December. And uh, even though there is, you know, chilly weather and you know, usually snow on the ground, although right now there isn't, um, you know, there, there could be, and, uh, you've got, you know, that sort of holiday spirit that guides you, you know, throughout, uh, your, your trip through December, but then the calendar turns and it's January and you're worried about resolutions and you're worried about bills and, uh, Quite frankly, the days, even though they're starting to get longer again, um, the days feel fucking daunting. And by the time February rolls around, you're absolutely tired of, you know, stepping in a pool of slush, uh, you know, without your proper footwear on. Um, It's difficult to go for walks. It's just hard. And I'm not looking forward to that at all. So there's that. I hope, though, that you are ready for the holiday season. And, uh, you know, uh, there's only a couple weeks left, really, before old St. Nick drops down your chim-chim and, uh, you know, delivers some, uh, well, let's let's be real here. Probably coal for you, right? You know? Um, I don't know. I have a tragically hip box set on my Christmas list. Uh, not sure if it's going to happen. I have a uh, watery domestic on my list. I don't have any Jews records on my list. I should probably, you know, start to collect the vinyl of, of the Jews, uh, see what I can find out there. But, um, that's where I'm at, you know, had therapy today. Uh, it went, um, it went okay because I had a weird day yesterday. So I had something to talk about. I had a day yesterday where I had an eye appointment at 1015 that I made a year ago. Uh, and then I also had an appointment to get blood drawn um, at 1130. And I took my kids to school and I decided instead of staying out and walking until that 1015 uh, appointment that I would go home. And I would get a little bit of work done. Uh, and by work, I mean, you know, uh, putting some images on Twitter, doing some thinking about upcoming podcasts, you know, uh, doing some planning and plotting, that sort of thing. Um, uh, really not very taxing. Um, but it was taxing yesterday. And as quarter to 10 rolled around, I realized I wasn't going to go. I just didn't want to go. Uh, I was glued to my chair and not in a good way, not in a way like, Oh, I'm so productive. This is so great. Uh, I was just glued to my chair and, um, I called the, called the place and canceled the appointment, 
No cancellation charge, thankfully. But I can't book again until February. I can't like like I'll be I'll be able to book at the end of February. Who knows for when? Uh, whereas had I just went, had I sucked it up and just toughed it out and went, I would have an appointment for next year. But I don't do that. I, I don't have that. You know those chocolatey ripples of toughness throughout my ice cream exterior. Uh, that would be great if I were a big old bull of Rocky Road, but I'm not. I'm this fucking lazy shitbag, and it's frustrating to me. Uh, now, my therapist is a unique. She practices a unique modality, and it's um, it's it's like all compartmentalized. It's like like I'm not really allowed to say that you know I was canceled the appointment. There's a part of me that canceled the appointment, and we're trying to isolate what that part is, and why it would do that. Being curious around that part, you know, um, being curious and trying to figure it out. So um, there's that. I'm talking to my body. <laughs> I'm talking to my brain. I'm chunking out my brain into all these different things. There's a manager. There's a you know, uh, it's it's an interesting way to think about things, uh, for sure. But it but it feels um, frustrating. Uh, I I said to my therapist today, I'm you know much more from the camp of, I wish I were like an automobile that you know I could just uh, park in the garage you know for a, a week and you could do my teeth. And you could uh, fix my brain and, you know, um, lose 20 pounds all in, all in this, you know, session, you know, almost like a garage for, for people, you know, you just go in there and just do it all. You just get it all done and then you're done in two weeks and you get out and you pay a zillion dollars and, you know, Bob's your uncle. <sighs> but alas, there's no such thing, nor is there... Nor is there that little reset button, you know, that uh, some electronics have that you flip it over and there's a little button that's protected that you can push with a pin. And if you push it with a pin, it resets. And then, you know, Bob's your uncle, you're back to factory settings. God damn it. I need to get back to factory settings. How do I get back to factory settings? Ugh. Tired of, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of living like this. Just so tired. It's really hard. And it shouldn't be, should it? Am I am I is that my mistake here? It's hard it's hard for everybody, right? It is. Of course it is. Like the reality version of me knows that it's hard for everybody. Why don't I give myself, you know, that sort of benefit of the doubt? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so incredibly hard on myself. I said hard on. <laughs> um, so you know, it makes it uh, it makes it it makes it painful. It makes it difficult. It makes it frustrating. It makes it ridiculous, and all the rest. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know how else to you know articulate how I'm feeling right now, other than. To just tell you, I'm like a twisted pile of noodles, you know, and um, I gotta figure this out. I'm 48. 
This is no good. Like, like even if you think about things in perspective, um, I've been on off work for a number of years now, and there should be a part of me that's like bonus, you know, like bonus. I haven't had to, I haven't had to work, and I'm being paid, you know, a relative reasonable salary to not work, thanks to insurance. Um. And that's going to be the case for the foreseeable future. And yet I can't get behind that. I can't go and be happy for myself that, you know, I've got this bandwidth, this incredible gift of time. Um, Junkyard Todd, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Junkyard Todd telling me, you know, uh, about playing guitar, practicing, you know, and... um and uh, when I complained about that, because I, I, I just have difficulty with this incremental breakdown piece, you know, this, I'm going to learn to run in, you know, a month. I want to learn now. I want to do it today and be, and be able to run five kilometers. Uh, you know, I want to pick up the guitar and be able to play it for a day and then just be able to play it. I want to... Um, lose all 10 pounds tonight. And so like I haven't eaten today, you know, like I'm, I'm not taking care of myself. Uh, I want to drink so badly. It's been three days. Um, I'm not in a good place guys. I'm not in a good place. I just want to scream. Fuck. But I won't do anything other than make my kids wonder why I'm screaming fuck. They would be very confused by that. I don't know. Let's listen to some music. This is The Moon is number 18. It's an instrumental piece. Uh, It is the third track off of um, Starlight Walker. And uh, it's like I say, it's an instrumental. It's... uh, Well, let's just listen to it. I'll shut the fuck up now. You know, that's probably for the best, right? Yeah. Okay. The moon is number 18 on the Berman Project.
That was The Moon is Number 18. That's the third track off Starlight Walker, uh, Silver Juice, uh, on their first LP. Um, what did you think? Shoot me an email, jd at mediumalchemist.com. I'd be interested to hear what you thought of that. Uh, when you say instrumental, typically speaking, you know, it's short. Uh, and by short, I mean three minutes and under, and this is over three minutes. This is like three forty. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not prog rock or anything. It's, uh, it's, it's, it doesn't overstay its welcome. This is very ambitious. Uh, when you, when you consider, you know, the two records that we've listened to, this is a very ambitious instrumental. If you ask me, I think you've got a lot going on, um, with very little, like, it sounds like there's just, you know, the, the two guitars and, and drums. Um, I'm guessing it's Bob. I didn't hear a bass drum. Uh, so I'm guessing it, it's Bob playing there. Um, but he's, you know, uh, mic'd up and it sounds great. And, uh, the guitars sound great and their intermingling is, is wonderful. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a great instrumental. But it's strangely sequenced, I think, that you get uh, Trains Across the Sea and then you go to this before you get to uh, some of the, you know, the bigger, punchier songs on the, on the record. That's interesting to me. Um, like, it, this almost slows down the progress of, of, of the Jews uh, on this record. If I'm listening to it, you know, uh, having just listened to Dime Map or or the Arizona record, it would be interesting to me. It would be almost confusing to me to hear this coming after Trains Across the Sea um, because Trains Across the Sea is so fully formed and and uh, and great. And this is too. I don't mean that it's not. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that it's uh, it's not really showcasing the band in the way that I would showcase the band. So I would, I would put this mid record, you know, uh, maybe close to the, maybe close to the end of the first side. I'd, I'd go out of the first side with this. Um, that's just me. You know, I have, I have different feelings about, um, the way songs and albums rather are sequenced from time to time. So I'll speak about that when is appropriate. Let's read a poem. This is from Actual Air, David Berman's published book of poetry. And uh, it's funny that the song that we did today was The Moon is Number 18, and this one is just called The Moon. So uh, this is a moon-themed episode today. Um, Get that in while you can. Moon-themed episode. Fuck. That's funny. That is funny to me. Okay, glasses up so I can read this goddamn thing. And this is called The Moon. A web of sewer, pipe, and wire connects each house to the others. In 206, a dog sleeps by the stove where a small gas leak causes him to have visions. Visions that are rooted in nothing but gas. Next door, a man who has decided to buy a car part by part, excitedly unpacks a wheel and an ashtray. He arranges them every which way. It's really beginning to take shape. 
Out the garage window, he sees a group of ugly children enter the forest. Their mouths look like coin slots. A neighbor plays keyboards in a local cover band, preparing for an engagement at the high school prom. They pack their equipment in silence. Last night, they played the police academy ball, and all the officers slow danced with target range silhouettes. This year, the theme for the prom is Tetragrammaton. A yellow corsail sails through the disco parking lot and swaying palms presage the lot of young libertines. Inside the car, a young lady wears a corsage of bullet-sized rodents. Her date the handsome cornerback stretches his talons over the molded steering wheel. They park and walk into the bush, starlit gardens behind the disco, just as the band is striking up. Their keen eyes and ears twitch. The other couples look beautiful tonight. They stroll around listening to the brilliant conversation, the passionate speeches. Clouds drift across the silverware. There is red larkspur, blue gum, and ivy. A boy kneels before his date. And the moon. I forgot to mention the moon. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I think that's in the running for my new favorite. That was lovely. So much imagery. And then to just sort of, sort of nonchalantly at the end, I forgot about the moon. Hey, yo, I forgot about the moon over here. So they're doing fire alarm testing in my building today. I don't know if that's going to come through or not. I have a noise gate on. But uh, just so you hear that, I'm not going into warp warp speed or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you're a Star Trek fan or not. I, I, warp speed, is that a thing? That's a thing, right? Yeah, I like Star Trek. Uh, I like Star Wars more where it doesn't have to make sense. It's just they just do things, you know? Um, so there's that. Uh, the poem, loved it. The, the idea of a, of a man building a car part by part, uh, ordering it part by part and sort of assembling it in his apartment as he goes. And this poor dog in Unit 206 having, you know, gas-vapored visions. Yikes. Yeah, this is some good stuff. Great stuff, in fact. The moon. It would be interesting to read that over the moon is uh, number 18. You know, that would be, maybe that would be something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, if you want to remix this podcast, if you're out there, I can send you the stems. <laughs> and you can uh, make something um, out of it or whatever. Anyway, uh, I'm just glad you all listen. I'm just glad you're all here and, and you listen. Uh, I got some real nice emails and uh, I'm just fucking thrilled. I'm just fucking thrilled to get 
uh, a response to this show and, um, the, you know, a good response. It's, it's been nice. It's a little JD heavy. I realize that, um, or heavy JD, you know, I don't know, one of the two, but that's where we're at. And that's what I've got for you this week. So what can I tell you? Stay hungry. Stay foolish. Please, for heaven's sake, for the love of all that is holy, wash your goddamn hands. The Berman Project is a production of Duvra Podcasts and Such. You can find out more about the show at www.thebermanproject.xyz. That's right. I'm fucking Canadian. I'm also social. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest at Berman Project. Duvra! Podcasts and such. <laughs>